we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Solid conservative, just plain right. Covering down on some major ground across the northern half of the great, beautiful state of Alabama. I'm talking about way down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville. Tuscaloosa back over to Gadsden, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, Mississippi. Thrown in just for good measure. Uh, I got some callers on the line, so I'll just jump over there and take them real quick. Uh, line one, Mike from Huntsville. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, good, Phil. How are you? I'm good, sir. What's on your mind? So I uh, wanted to let you know you were talking about the prices of those guys being $150,000, $200,000 on a small business on Governor's Drive in okay. the center of Huntsville. Yeah. I recently put in a bleach station with two high-power chargers. Uh, total cost, including electricians running the wire out to it, cost me in the end about fifteen grand. Fifteen grand each or, or, or total? No, for the whole, the total. Really? For a fa- These are fast chargers? Absolutely. Fast chargers, yes, sir. Well, that's a whole lot better than the article I was quoting a minute ago from AL.com. <laughs> Yeah, I just I just wanted to call. I didn't know it sounded crazy, but that might be a you know a government thing where they're saying oh they're going to cost 150 and there's government waste going on as we well know every year, <laughs> but they're just not that expensive. I'm, and I got the best of the best. I mean, it's like a 80 amp. It's, it's it's crazy. I had to have extra breakers put in and everything, and even with the breakers in and the wiring. Now, as far as you get away when you start going 20, 30, 40 yards, the wiring gets very expensive. Obviously, you know, the three or four grand. But uh, mine was about 10 feet away, so the wiring was only about four grand. The unit was about seven uh, labor, and it wasn't too bad. Nobody's used it, though. I did want to say, I put it in November, beginning of November, yeah. right there on Governor's Drive. I'm on Governor's Drive. I'm not going to do a shameless plug, but I'm right on Governor's and Triana, right across from the Blue Plate Stovehouse where everybody could charge. Yeah. I even have it for free for three months. It's been free the whole time. Two people have charged for about an hour. Two? Since November? Two. Only two since November. Well, dude, that, we need to get you a better return on your investment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know it's crazy. And I'm like, I'm going to sell electricity now, but nobody's nobody's buying. I guess they're not that common in town. I don't know. I well, I know it's as big of a thing as they're making it out to be. I know exactly where you are, and I don't mind the shameless plug. I appreciate you calling in. What's the name of your business? Ashley Garage. Work on European cars. Outstanding. Well, hey, listen, man, I appreciate you listening to the show. That's a that's a good heads up that I did not realize. I mean, this article is literally telling me one hundred fifty to two hundred thousand dollars, and like you said, maybe there's some maybe there's some government spending involved in that. But yeah, um, it sounds crazy. Hey, so how long does it take somebody to get a full charge when they pull up? If they say they're about halfway down, what do they get? How long does it take? It's usually less than an hour. It's pumping out some juice. Dang. Okay. All yeah, right. If it's, if they got, it'll put out, I think, a guy with a Tesla. Actually, I, I worked on a Tesla for someone once. They had about half a charge. I think it charged up in about 35 minutes. Pretty good. Okay. I mean, that's still a lot longer than going and getting gas at the gas station. It is. Well, the reason I put it there is because I thought people might go to Stove House and, you know, come over there and charge while they were over Stove House. Those are booked up at like, no one's using this thing. I don't understand. I'd love to sell you some electricity. Ashley Garage. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, we appreciate you, Mike. Thanks much. That's awesome. Uh, let me jump over to line two real quick. Uh, Brian from Huntsville. Brian, how you doing, bud? Uh, mighty fine. And uh, you might want to think about putting those uh, chargers in front of bars at night for the five or six hours that people are staying in there. <laughs> yeah. but, then, but then you're almost encouraging people, come, drink, <laughs> charge up, drive home. Oh. But then again, I really hate me having to pay for things that philosophically that I don't believe in. And yeah. uh, I don't like subsidizing them. So that would be one of the things. And I think if somebody wants to pay, yeah. if, they, if they buy a Tesla, they put it on their license tag or their uh, receipt in their glove compartment, then let them pay the taxes on it when they, when they, when they, get, when they get all their paperwork. 
I, 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 I totally, I, I totally agree. And that's, that's the thing. Like, like Mike from Huntsville called a minute ago. I love the fact he's a small business owner who made an investment and he's trying to, you know, basically pick up an opportunity for, yeah. you know, but, but I, I do not it. get the whole idea of having to subsidize the industry with tax dollars. That's just. And, uh, Yes, sir. And real quick, uh, do you know what a lot of police call a uh, some uh, a stolen Tesla? What? And Edison. <laughs> I'll leave it there. You have a good one. Goodbye. All right, man. We'll see you. Oh, that's just funny. Um, wow. So yeah, okay. I, I totally. I, I, so I think we got. It, it's interesting to me. I have no problem at all with a business putting in a charging station, investing in an opportunity, seeing a piece of the market they want to try and grab. And even when the market's not that big, you had Mike from Huntsville calling in saying, a whole lot cheaper than what that article's saying. They're like, wow, that's, that's a, like 10 times less than what the article's saying. But he's not seeing much traffic on it right now, uh, but it's there. And it's right there on, on Governor's, you know, near Stove House across from Blue Plate. I know exactly where that I passed by it the other day. But what I don't get is the idea of spending taxpayer dollars to get these things put in when, folks, I'm just telling you, if the free market can support it, you won't need the grants to get it done. You won't need tax dollars. If the free market will support it because the technology exists or the technology is readily accessible or the technology is affordable or the technology is profitable, you won't need the government intervention. And that's where we should be. I do not mind electric vehicles. What I do mind is sort of like the, the vaccine mandate. I mind the mandate. I mind the idea of tax dollars paying for it. That's where we shouldn't be. Have I got another caller on the line? I just realized. Did I do? Is that Allie? Allie from Athens. How are you doing, my friend? I am doing well, and I'm calling in to talk about a different type of use and electrical power, if you've got a couple minutes. <laughs> are you up in Asbury still? I have just gotten back. I'm just back in the hood, sir. Wow. So how, how, So give us a brief like physical description of it. Lots of folks there. Oh, my word. Yes. And, I mean, I already sent you a hint and said, look, you know, I'll commandeer your show. It takes that much time to get everything out there. But um, for the quick check-in, the sheer number of people, they are estimating that the, the town of Wilmore probably grew three times. Wow. And so the logistics of people, there were people who stood in line for hours to get into Hughes Hall. But what they did was they had seven venues total to handle overflow. And in the most kind and godly way possible, they wouldn't kick anybody out of Hughes. They would just say, if you feel like you've gotten full and that you've gotten what you've needed, then would you please make room for family? So they, they would do that every couple of hours, and the people who'd been standing out in the cold would come in. Wow. There was church on the lawn. There were people all the way down the hill and around the corner, four or five abreast. There were little tents, like um, almost like uh, graveside tents, that were set up on the sidewalk so that people had a little, little bit of shelter from um, the cold. Nobody complained. The police said they had never been thanked and appreciated so much. And... I was, I was, I got press credentials, which was pretty fun, and I got to go into Hughes. And seriously, you know that I love unscripted diversity more than just about anything. 
The man to my immediate left was from India, came to the state seven years ago to minister to Americans. The woman to my right came from Kenya and is um, ministering in Houston, drove all night to get here. You had, I saw probably 15 different license plates. There were um, people who had come from Cuba, from Ireland, from, um, oh my, I'm sorry, I'm tired and I can't remember what it, I mean, it, it was raw, real, authentic, organic, amazing. And the, the last thing I want to say real quick is this. It is not true that the revival got shut down at all. They're trying to find ways to make simulcasting work, live streaming and that kind of thing. They, they had tried to stay away from live streaming because it's just not as personal and as involving. Right. But because of what's happening, they're, they're doing that, and they're also trying to find another venue. So on campus, you had Hughes. The two other chapels, Estes and McKenna, you had the cafeteria, you had the gym, and the Baptist church next door. All of them were handling the overflow people. And um, so they're, they're trying to keep it going. Their emphasis is on the youth, and they're closing cues to kids, uh, to people that are over 25 years old. So, yeah, you can probably file suit for ageism. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I really am. Let me ask you this, too. I, I guess you're hearing by now that there's already other campuses where this is breaking out. I think it's yes. Lee, Lee College, yes. uh, Sanford in Alabama, um, and, yes. and several others are experiencing you know, similar results. Yes, absolutely. It, it's here. It's the real deal. Yeah. Wow. And so if, if you want any more um, time to hear about some of the testimonies, you just give me a yell, Colonel. All right. Allie, appreciate you. Thanks so much for uh, the firsthand reporting, and um, I'm glad you were there, and uh, I look forward to hearing more later you on. All right. Welcome. All right. You friend. are welcome. All right. Later. All right. Bye. See you. Bye. That's just cool. That's just way cool. All right. Hey, listen, let's take a break, Boomer. Let's do that right now. It's a great place to go ahead and, and call it. Uh, I didn't even get into the – did I get into the – I didn't get into this. You did the, not. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a two-dipper day. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Somebody else wants to call in, you're welcome to it. The lines are open, 833-687-4448. That's 833-68-RIGHT. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Wrap her up for the day. Y'all stay tuned. back phil williams right side radio solid conservative just plain right hey folks just love coffee cafe two locations in our listening area one on hughes road in madison the other on south parkway in huntsville i'm just going to suggest to you that maybe tomorrow's the day when you take lunch and you just don't you know brown bag it you don't do the you know the the, the burger in the drive-thru you know you, you blow off the usual submarine sandwich how about this? Just love coffee cafe. But Phil, it's coffee. I know, but it's more than that. 
Yeah, they got the great coffees, the award-winning dry roast. They can grind them for you fresh, light, medium, dark roast coffees. They've got the treat coffee, Charlene calls them, where you can get the cappuccinos, the lattes, the espressos. But then you've also got the ability to have a meal that you would not normally get anywhere else. Why? Because it's not normal. I mean, you got sandwiches and wraps and salads and soups and all kinds of stuff with very unique style sandwiches cooked in waffle irons and just craziness. But it just, let me just check, let me just encourage you to check it out. Just Love Coffee Cafe, two locations in the listening area, one on Hughes Road in Madison, the other on South Parkway in Huntsville. And do me a favor, when you check out, tell them you heard about it on Right Side Radio. All right, let me do this. I, I got a caller on line one. Is that Wolverine Dan? Wolverine Dan, how are you doing? Well, my man, I'm just almost home. I the cater going to uh, next destination be Huntsville, but we left this morning from New Orleans. And uh, we got a couple of boxes of kink cake, and I got a two-year-old. She's starting to kind of bubble over. I think she's ready for a meltdown. It's been too long in the car. <laughs> well, so all this traveling, you on vacation or business? Dude, vacation is my business. I'm retired. <laughs> okay? Mama's working, all right? I love her dearly. Hey, you know, I'll tell you, man, that sounds good. I'll get some of that coffee. Bring it back home and knock down this king cake. You know, I got a traditional one, and then I got one that they call it an almond joy. It tastes like an almond joy. That's 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 not coffee. That's a snack. No, dude, it's big, it's large, and it's gonna be in my belly as soon as I get a little bit of that coffee from there. Honest coffee. Hey, listen, uh, I you know I I was down there. You know, Freedom Rings, man. People having a good time and spending money. I wasn't in the one part where uh, there was a shooting. Where we hear a place called Magazine Street. It's the Garden District. Yeah. And it's uh, more family-oriented. And uh, a lot of parades, a lot of good times. Uh, weather, actually, the weather worked out really well for us. Uh, but I'm telling you, I even saw several Trump flags, man. I go, whoa. So, But you got to be careful who you talk to down there. So, you know, I'm feeling out these people when I talk to them and they make sure. Before I get involved in, you know, the uh, stumbling, bumbling president, well, I shouldn't say president, make believe president, Joe, you know who. So I don't bring it up to these people that much, Donna, but when I do, I got to feel them out. You know what I'm saying? All right, man. Well, hey, we're glad you made it back and uh, glad you got to experience some of America. But uh, that's right. It's America, y'all. I'm uh, telling you, man, ain't nothing better than where you're at right now. There's so many places to see, and we're grateful to have it. And I know what, guys, listen, dude, they're not going to take it away from us. We're going to keep it going. There you go. We'll ring Dan. Appreciate you, man. All, All right. right. See you. See you. Um, that's just good. That's just America right there. Uh, text lines have been blowing up. I just looked over there and realized, I, I, can I even get to all of these before? Hey, I will say this. I think it was I think it was Dustin from Hazel Green earlier when we had uh, uh, Barry Matson from the DA Association on who was saying, ask him about carfentanil. And, um, and then – I, I, I said on the air, oh, I forgot to ask him about, you know, carfentanil, which is, you know, the text from, from one of our listeners. Uh, Barry must have heard me, and he texted in. He says, carfentanil is an elephant tranquilizer. It's a thousand times stronger than fentanyl. It's also appearing on the scene, too. It's called trank on the streets. So, um, wow. I mean, <laughs> elephant tranquilizer on the streets. You know, if you just want to kill yourself, wow. But... Anyway, a thousand times stronger than regular fentanyl, car fentanyl. Call it trank on the streets. Um, 
John from Brownsboro says, I thought we were going to hit all three till the callers came in. I know, man, but that's okay. I love my callers, so it's all right. We'll do a dipper tomorrow. Maybe one, one day, Boomer, I'm going to come in here, and I'm going to pick up the day's dippers, and I'm going to add one to it, and I'm going to have a quad dipper. Ooh, what? That's crazy a talk. quad dipper? I know. That's crazy talk. That is crazy talk. That's crazy uh, talk. Okay. <laughs> Who was it? I think it was John from Huntsville at one point said, what you need to do is have mini dippers, and I could do like a half dozen mini dippers. <laughs> then you really get through them all. Yeah. It's like every 15 minutes is a dipper. <laughs> every segment. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, Mike from Huntsville, he texted in and says, and you can charge your car for free at the new Bailey Cove Public Library, courtesy of the Madison County taxpayers. That's interesting. So Bailey Cove Road Public Library Madison County taxpayers have installed a charging station. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, Mike from Huntsville, appreciate that. He has an angry face out next to it because that just basically means taxpayers are now competing with private sector industry. That's exactly what that means. So you got, I'm not sure if it's the same Mike from Huntsville. It could be a different Mike. But we have the one guy who invested thirteen dollars to $14,000 of his own money to install a charging station at his business only to have to compete now with the taxpayer-funded charging station at the library. So, wow. Government competing with the private sector. Ain't supposed to be that way. Uh, what do we got here? Monty from charging from uh, Huntsville. Monty from Huntsville says, on charging stations, once set up, who pays for supplying the electricity? I don't know. That's a great question. See, what we're going to have to find out is, are all these grants that the governor gave out, are they going to wind up going I would assume they're going to wind up having to be placed at a service station so a business will get a grant, at which point the business is going to pick up the electricity. But like the one for the library on Bailey Cove Road, I would guess if that's legit, I would guess that that's being paid for by the taxpayers again. So, hey, run on down there. Get your library card. Get charged up. Read a book. Hang out. Who knew? Randall from Newmarket. How's this going to work out for Alabama taxes for roads. Is there a gas tax for state and county roads? There is a gas tax for state and county roads. Uh, yes, there is. The division of the uh, gas tax uh, has a formula and they break it down by municipals, county governments, and state. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. I'm not sure how that's going to work out for charging stations, but there you go. Uh, Joe Gunn from Huntsville. Joe Gunn says, uh, Governor Ivey, he has a derogatory name for her, but Doug, Governor Ivey giving out $2 million for charge days and shows how much she's in Biden's pocket. It's embarrassing for the state that we, okay, there you go. All right, he just doesn't have much uh, love for Governor Ivey. I won't read the rest of it. Jack from Vinemont, uh, Jack from, he says Jack from Coleman. Let all the people that want EVs, let them pay for the charging stations. I'm, I'm good with that. I am, I'm good with that. All right, listen, we got, we got a ton more we're not going to get to today, but I'll just tell you right now, best audience in the world, best audience in the world, and uh, you guys are the reason why this show exists. So appreciate you. JT from Lacey Springs, by the way, says, Quad Dipper, that's be a show going into four hours. <laughs> well, 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 we'll see, JT. You and John keep us on our toes. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep working and Anyway, tomorrow, Triple Dipper. We'll see how it goes. I know I got a great guest going to be in studio tomorrow. You're going to want to hear that interview. All right, folks, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. You guys have an amazing night. We'll see you tomorrow.